Hey, Kurt. Well, hello there. <laughs> How are you doing? I'm doing okay. Really, I am. Just okay? Just okay. All right. Hey, will you? do you want to talk some fancy football? Yeah, I think I'm ready for it. All right, man. Hey, unfortunately, we are all done with our team previews uh, episodes for the multi-year dynasty league. So it's it's uh, we're, we're going to change it up a little bit today and we're going to talk rankings again. Although this time it's not necessarily our rankings that we're going to talk about. Uh, my favorite uh, fantasy football podcast uh, other than this one, obviously, is uh, the fantasy footballers. Uh, and that's a three man show. And they just came out with their rankings for the year. And I just want to kind of talk about our rankings compared to theirs. And, you know, because I, I think there's some that that are going to be kind of shocking. You know, they they are kind of the litmus test of sites and things like that for for when they come out with their official rankings. So I just uh, there were some that just really stuck out to me. And you know, I think for the most part, we were on board with them, but just really some kind of outsiders that I, I think are really about well, what do you think i i'm very excited i am i am very uh very skeptical about uh, their expertise i mean i we went okay. we we really dove into ours and i'm just wondering yeah. where they're getting their data from yeah no yeah very good i mean we went all the way to at least rank the top 15 yeah of ours and i think they went into like the 120s for their ranking. So I just don't feel like they gave it the attention that we did. No. Um, but you know, you know, that's neither here nor there. Who's drafting. Um, who's half, who's drafting a hundred, the 120th wide receiver. I mean, not seriously. me, not me. God. <laughs> all right. Hey, uh, so, and that, that's really all we have on, uh, on the docket for today. But before we go into that, Kirk, you want to talk about, uh, our sponsor? Oh boy, do I, um, Everyone remembers Girls Gone Wild. Well, the geniuses behind that long-standing entertainment company have just released Boys Gone Wild. <laughs> Follow a group of boys on a journey of self-discovery as they take a road trip to Florida. You won't <laughs> believe what happens next. It will be... It will be released on VHS in the fall of 2018 this year. So right around football season, do a fantasy draft, get your VHS tape of Boys Gone Wild. Mention fancy football and they will throw in a bottle of wild turkey purchased by a homeless man. Oh, hopefully you get some Dr. Pepper or something. Yeah. No, it's probably oh. going to be just that. Just, just, just that. Oh, good. Oh, that's good. That sounds really exciting. So, is it VHS or is it those even smaller tapes that you have to put into like a a VHS? Oh, like a micro, a micro VHS. I don't know what it is, but it's going to take some time to to produce those. I mean, those are big boxes of. Yeah, and then you'll have to find a VHS tape tape player. Oh, either way, that's it. Sounds like a great product. Yes, oh, loyal sponsors. I mean, they've been with us since 1997. So, <laughs> oh, boys gone wild. Yes, I bet you. Yeah, I bet you can get the fancy boys edition, and people will pay yes. extra for that. Yes, yes. Oh, oh, very good. 
All right. Well, hey, thank you. Boys gone wild. Thanks for your support. Gabe's give Gabe's giving me the 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 uh the wandering eye. I don't understand what he's looking at. I'm not on the boys gone wild, Gabe. Don't uh, Gabe, you've seen it? Oh. You've seen okay, Gabe, yeah. Gabe says he's seen it. Looks like yeah, he's going camping. Me. He's pitching a tent. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh all right, so like I said, hey, so we're going to go through the the fantasy footballers' uh, rankings. Um, they break theirs down by standard scoring, half-point PPR, and full-point PPR. We did our rankings full-point PPR, so that's the ones we're going to focus on for this show. Um, and just to switch it up, I figure we start with, with wide receivers. And I kind of just want to talk about some that are, you know, a little bit of a stark contrast from, from our ranking show. Um, so it should be fun. I'll tell you for wide receivers, really the, the, the majority of the top 10 was pretty consistent with ours. I thought we were pretty on point. Nothing really stood out other than one. Uh, and that is there. The fantasy footballers consensus number nine pick who is Larry Fitzgerald. Oh, now, yeah, I want to caveat this with they they run their show out of Phoenix, so they are all Arizona Cardinals fans. Um, you can look at that two ways: either one that they they got some fan bias there, or else two is they really kind of know what's going on with that team and with that player, pay more attention to them than anybody else. But I had him as my number thirteen ranked receiver. Kirk, you did not have him ranked at all, so. Uh, I will tell you, out of the three guys there, they have them ranked 9, 11, and 6, again, for their consensus number 9. Just want to want to get your thoughts on what you thought of that that ranking there. Yeah, that's uh, – yeah, I'm, I'm wondering what their what the expectation is of, of Sam Bradford and even, you know, Josh Rosen because there's, there's a good chance that both of them will play. Um, he's in his final year from what they're saying, right? It's, this is – yeah. Grand finale. I, I don't know of another football player that has had that long of a career that's had a uh, a statistical uh, quality year in their final year. And I, I'd be interested to find out if that was if that, if I am correct on that. But uh, generally, they there is a drop off. Now, Larry may be the exception, um, and I'm 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 tending to lean towards you where he's in the teens just because he still looks like he's physically gifted, but I feel like there's got to be a drop-off at some point. That's why I kept him out of my rankings. Yeah, you know, the, the thing with the thing with him is he did have a drop-off, you know, four and five years ago, um, but he since came back from that. And actually, the la- if you're looking at strictly PPR leagues the last three years, he has been a wide receiver number one. Last year, he was the number five receiver overall. I mean, he had 161 targets last year. That is the same as Jarvis Landry. That's only two less targets than Antonio Brown. He had 109 catches, yeah, 1,150 yards. I mean, he was great. And, and we know with that Arizona team that – He's done that with multiple quarterbacks. It hasn't been just Carson Palmer the last couple of years well, because of injury. So yeah, you're you're right. You're right. But I mean, it, it what aren't they not thinking that David Johnson's going to add? Is going to take away some of the uh, some of his targets? I mean, that was a big deal with him not being there. Um, it was almost a a necessity to go to Larry because he was uh, one of the only quality players on the team. 
Yeah, no, well, you're right. I mean, but the year before, when when uh, David Johnson had his 80 receptions, Larry Fitzgerald still had 150 targets and 107 uh, catches. Yeah, I guess. Catch. Yeah, so – uh, he, he had 107 catches that year too, so it, it's it's tough to see either way. Um, I don't I don't hate it. I, I I don't know that I would pick him as a ninth uh, receiver. I I would love to get Larry Fitzgerald as a, a number two or number three receiver on my team. I think that's that's doable. But either that's, way, that's probably more consistent with what the average fantasy football fan would yeah would do I, six is ludicrous um i mean to to have us to be the sixth best receiver right. again this year I, I just i don't i just don't see it not that he couldn't do it but i just don't know how that's going to be possible i could i could yeah. think of 10 wide receivers i'd rather have well him yeah and, and i think the important point is you're not drafting him sixth overall that that would put him in early second round you're drafting him hopefully in maybe the fourth or fifth round, yeah. but expecting big things about him. Okay, yeah. hey, moving on. Uh, the guy that they have as their consensus number 11 is a guy that you and I, and I know you'll hate this, you and I did not have ranked in our top 15 at all. Uh, in fact, you had a teammate of his ranked at number nine, and that's Amari Cooper. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. Uh, overall, yeah, again, consensus number 11 pick. I, I think that John Gruden, again, has said he wants to force him the ball, get him involved. I think it's his fourth year. They're going to try and see what they have before they extend him for that fifth-year option. Mm-hmm. I just don't know. I don't know what to expect from him, but uh, 11 seems very high to me. Yeah, it, it's it's reminiscent of when um, C.J. Spiller was going to be uh, given the ball so much he'd puke. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, that's yeah. almost exactly how it sounds to me. Is all right. Yeah, we're really gonna just jam it down his throat. Oh, great! No one's gonna pay attention to what you're saying and prepare for that. Okay. Yeah, I, I just don't. I, I, I think it's gonna. I think there's. I think there'll be a good balance between him and Jordy Nelson. Um, maybe a flip flop in games is which one's gonna have a better game, um, like over 100 yards. But I, I just don't see. I don't see Amari Cooper being better than Jordy Nelson. No, that, that's uh, that was probably the perfect analogy there with uh, CJ Spiller. But yeah, I don't. I I actually think Cooper will be better than Jordy, but I still look at Cooper as a res- wide receiver number two. Um, you know that I think you can maybe get good value on in the draft, but yeah, not taking him as the the number 11 or counting on him as that anyway but all right hey moving on they have uh, kind of uh flip-flopping here so a guy that they have rated a lot lower than us their consensus number 14 receiver is mike evans uh we had him as our consensus number nine i had him as, as 11 kirk you had him as number eight uh what do you think about mike evans as 14th overall yeah it, especially with him being lower than amari cooper i i think that right there makes me question their sanity um the with with the uh breaking news here um uh vincent jackson retiring um, <laughs> those uh those 20 targets will will probably go to mike evans so just add another 20 targets yeah. here 
um, he should he should obtain that. Uh, so I I think right there, I would easily say they should be switched. I could yeah. I could live with Amari Cooper being fourteen and Mike Evans being eleven, but not the other way around. Yeah, Mike Evans, like I said last year, remember he was right up there in the conversation with. A.B., Beckham, and Julio. He was like the, the fourth guy kind of in that list, and it was really just bad quarterback play that got him to where he, he was in the 20s last year. But mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll uh, – Mike Evans, uh, if I could get him as a receiver number two, which they're calling him here, I would be ecstatic. Yes, absolutely. All right, uh, real quick, uh, Juju Smith-Schuster – they have as their consensus number 15. We Neither of us had them ranked in our top 15. Uh, but they here's the three ranks that they have for the three hosts, 16, 13, and 15 in PPR format. Uh, I just don't think there's enough footballs to go around in that Pittsburgh offense between A.B., Le'Veon Bell, Juju, and some of the other receivers they have. Um, I, I love Juju Smith-Schuster as a Steelers fan. I just am not that high on them for fantasy purposes. Yeah, yeah, it's you got to love the optimism as a, as a fan. If that is, if they are right, then that's that's fantastic. Or Le'Veon Bell got hurt for the year, so um, the 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 likelihood of him being the fifteenth best wide receiver is is not good, just because of how quality a, a how many targets they are. Yeah, I mean Aaron Brown. I want to call him Aaron Brown. Antonio Brown will have. Good luck. Yeah. Uh, But if you're having Antonio Brown as the number one and Juju as the number 15, you're talking about Ben having a top, being a top three quarterback. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's just, you know, especially with Le'Veon Bell, number one, too. So I just don't see that happening. Um, Yeah. So that would be, that would be a thousand yard uh, reception or a thousand yard uh, yards. Thousand yard yards, a thousand uh, yard yards for AB. Thousand yards for Juju. AB's probably going to have over a hundred catches. Uh, that would mean that Juju's going to be getting close to that. Uh, yeah. Le'Veon Bell's uh, over a thousand yards and probably double digit touchdowns. Ben's going to be so that means they're going to be in the Super Bowl again this year, as well, they were predicted to be last year. I do agree with that. But so last year Juju had fifty eight catches. For 917 touchdowns, 58 catches. I think that that may go up a, a little bit. I don't think that's going to go up much. I think mm-hmm. he'll be in the 60s. Uh, I think he'll be around 900 yards like he was last year. Yeah. Uh, seven touchdowns may. I, I mean, hopefully he can stay around that, but I, I don't think he's going above that. So I, I just I think he'll again be. So, you know, you look at him last year, he was a, a low-end wide receiver number two. I, I would put him around the, the, the 20s or low 20s as far as where I would rank him. I think last year is kind of what you see is what you get for him. Yeah, you just, it's just rare that you're going to see like a Larry Fitzgerald and an Anquan Bolden, um, you know, be ranked in the top 10 right. or the top 15. So, right. Just right. Okay. All right, so uh, last two guys here are just guys that um, individually we had picked a little bit higher, but their consensus pick was low. So first one is a, a guy that I, I was kind of high on, and that's Tyreek Hill. I had as my, my 12th pick, Kirk, you did not have him in the top 15. They have that as their consensus number 22. Um, I don't disagree with that just because you don't know 
with a new quarterback and also with Sammy Watkins coming in town, you don't know what Tyree. I still think he, you know, he in the two years he's played, he has been better uh, than 22. So I, I don't see that he's going to drop off far from that. Um, so I would still, I would still be fine picking him as a wide receiver number two. But what do you think about that? Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know how he's good. He's not, he's not an elite receiver. He has elite abilities, but he doesn't have, he doesn't have that elite receiver ability to where he's going to have a lot of catches, a lot of targets. So I, I, that's why I didn't rank him. But I would say, I would say I was, I'd be, yeah, in the twenties would be okay. Um, mm-hmm. now give, for, forgive me if I'm wrong, but some leagues he's or he's he does return punts and kicks doesn't he yeah yeah so, so depending upon the league you have you may have a higher value for him you know because he could have a touchdown or if they include yards or whatever i don't know if any league does that um across sure. the united states but you know write in and tell us if your league does do that um but uh um, yeah. but for our purposes you know maybe six points you know if he gets a couple returns some of the league's count but others don't so that's that's yeah, I mean, he could change his value i mean last year receiving seven he was 75 catches for almost 1200 yards seven touchdowns i don't think that's unattainable for him uh they they just find a way to get him the ball you know he had two rushing touchdowns as well so yeah i, I still think they'll find a way but uh anyway just kind of interesting uh the other one is uh last one here for receivers is Alshon jeffrey uh you had as your 14th uh, pick I did not have ranked at all, but they have him as their consensus number twenty three uh, for PPR. Twenty three on a Super Bowl championship team. <laughs> yeah, their best yeah. receiver is a twenty third uh, yep. best receiver, and and I know it doesn't make sense. Uh, okay, all right. Hey, let's move on to the running back position. Uh, some of these are going to be really fun to talk about. Uh, the first guy I want to talk about is actually their consensus number two, uh, which j- th- this just shocks me um, because I-, I feel like this may be uh, the case for a lot of, I don't know, I- I- a lot of just casual fans, I feel like may be doing this, but I didn't think that a lot of the experts would be buying into it like this. But Alvin Kamara, their consensus number two. Kirk, he was he was our consensus tied for number seven. We both had him ranked as number eight overall. What do you what do you make of that? Yeah, unless they're pulling a, a, a bluff on, on us, they, they said that he his role wasn't going to increase at all. And maybe this is where, you know, the give it to him till he pukes was a lie. Maybe that's a lie. Maybe he's going to get the ball 50 times a game. Who knows? Um, yeah. I, I just don't see, I don't see him outdoing uh, Le'Veon Bell or, or Todd Gurley or Ezekiel yeah. Elliott. Uh, I don't know how he's going to outdo them. Um, uh, so unless they all get hurt. He, that's right. The, that's the only way it so, makes sense. And, and that, yeah, and my, my arguments against Kamara are not that he's a bad player, um, but his efficiency, his his yards per carry and yards per catch last year were out of this world. Those are not sustainable. Right. The other thing is 
so, so you look for efficiency and opportunity and fancy players. He is not going to have the opportunity that a player like you just said, Zeke, he's not going to have the amount of carries that Ezekiel Elliott has. So mm-hmm. the team has said that even though Mark Ingram suspended. So I don't expect him to have those carry numbers. So yeah, I, I, I don't get it, but Hey, that's fine. But moving on to moving on to Zeke, they have as their consensus number six. He was tied for our consensus number three. I just thought that was really low for Zeke. Yeah, it, that's that's just a shame. Well, I mean, unless unless they think that uh, that uh, uh, Dak is really not going to be very good, and it's going to impact Elliott. But I don't. I just don't see his physical skill set and how well that, that offensive line plays. I don't. I just don't see him having that much of a drop off in the rankings. He should be right up there, number, you know, in the top five easily. Yep. Yep. Okay. So moving on, last cor- uh, running back I want to talk about here is uh, is Kareem Hunt. We both ranked him as our number five, and he was our consensus number five. The fantasy footballers have him ranked as their number uh, consensus number eleven running back. Uh, two two of the uh, hosts on the show have him as thirteen. The third sh- is number five, consistent with us. So mm-hmm. the Do, number is, 11... is weed is weed legal in 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 Arizona? I, I don't think so. No, okay. not yet. No. So no. I, I will tell you. Okay, so so listening to them, here's their argument for this, or at least one of the hosts' argument. Uh, Spencer Ware was listed as the starter last year before the season got started. He got hurt, was out the whole year. Uh, so you didn't have a Spencer Ware cutting into Kareem Hunt's numbers. You've got a rookie quarterback. You don't know what to expect. You've got Andy Reid, who is a historic 60% pass kind of guy. So he doesn't expect Kareem Hunt to be in the, the have the carry numbers that he did last year. Um, I'll tell you what, like – if Andy Reid can't figure out that, so that that's their defense for ranking him so low. My my thing is, if they couldn't figure out that when they went away from Kareem Hunt, they lost football games, then Andy Reid doesn't need to be a coach in the NFL because it was it was such an obvious correlation last year that they need to just feed him the ball and stick with him. Um, and, and again, I feel very comfortable having him as my number one running back if I'm in the mid to late rounds or mid to late picks for the first round. So that's just kind of where I'm at. I'm not sure what you think. Uh, I uh, The first person, the first football player that comes to mind when I think of Andy Reid as a running back is Brian Westbrook. He used and abused him um, from all as much as he could because he was a dynamic athlete. I don't see why he wouldn't be thinking the same type of thing. I mean, the old, the only way you see a drop in in Kareem Hunt's um, numbers is possibly because of Patrick Mahomes being so bad that they, that's all they can do is run the ball. Yeah, and, he, and and the defenses stack the line or something. I I just I don't see him as as well as he did like you said when they gave him the opportunity why they would not want him to be uh, like a 60 percent part of the offense both in the run and pass game 
Yeah, but you know, like Kareem Hunt seems to he seems to be one of those running backs that cannot be scripted out of a game. And what I mean by that is, you know, if you have a like Garrett Blunt as your running back and your team is down by three touchdowns, like Garrett Blunt's not going to be in the game. It's gonna right. be it's gonna be the pass catching running back who's gonna have fantasy value at that point. Kareem yeah. Hunt absolutely can, can catch out of the backfield. You know, he had I think 50 catches last year so even if they are that bad he'll still have a role and it, you know I, I, I guess we'll see you know but um, you know maybe co- come closer to draft time he'll be a little bit lower than five on our list but I, I still think he's a safe first round pick. It's just it's funny how they think I mean there, there's always that they, they call it the sophomore slump with running backs or wide receivers and Alvin Kamara is going to be better than either Todd Gurley or Le'Veon Bell, and yeah. Kareem Hunt is going to fall off the face. Exactly. I don't know how they picked that up. Yep. All right. Hey, let's move on to the quarterback position. Uh, first one I want to talk about here that I, I thought was really interesting, the consensus number five overall for, for these guys was Matthew Stafford. Uh, we had him as our consensus number 11. I had him at 11. Kirk, you had him as 12. Mm-hmm. Love Matthew Stafford. Uh, typically, you know, you can get him very late rounds and, and get great draft value out of him. I just do not see him uh, making the jump all the way, though, to, to number five. Yeah, we, we, lo- we love uh, – he's the style of quarterback uh, in the auction draft yeah. because it seems like no one ever cares about him. And yep. He's a nice name to have. Um yeah, I don't, I don't see why he would be the number five quarterback, but, you know, maybe – I don't know what they're – what are they expecting out of that team? Now, yeah, I don't know. He never so, was number five with uh, Calvin Johnson, so – Right. So, yeah, so last three years for him, points per game, he was number 10, number 11, and number 14. And I, I just kind of think that that's what you have with him. Yeah. Uh, they, they don't score a ton of – ton of touchdowns and I, I wouldn't expect him to throw any more touchdowns this year than he did in years past they have like Garrett Blunt who can kind of pound it in from the goal line so you know I think as late you know quarterback number one I think he's great uh, but I just don't see as the number five guy yeah all, all of a sudden he's gonna reach his stride in his career and yeah I guess quarterback you know he did have a 5,000 yard season a couple of years ago and that's fine but yeah, that, that was maybe five, six years ago. Yeah. Uh, okay, here's one that uh, I'm not sure what to think here. Tom Brady, uh, consensus number eight. We had him tied for consensus number three. I have him as number four. Kirk, you had him as number three. Uh, here, here's what they had him as, just individually ranked, ten, nine, and seven, and that that just really shocked me because. Uh, as bad as it, you know, I was a Tom Brady owner last year in the Dynasty League. As bad as it seemed, he still, you know, he still was a uh, what? What did he finish? I, I want to say as a quarterback number four. Yeah, uh, he was. Uh, excuse me, number six. So six, three, and two the last three years. I, I don't get where why they see such a huge drop off. Yeah, it's. I mean, unless they expect him to be physically deficient, but. Right. When when give whenever whenever the the wide receiving core has been muddled with in the past, uh-huh. that never really has ever affected him. Even when in you know receivers go down, he he finds the open guy, 
He throws the ball to whoever is available. Doesn't matter who they are. So I don't, his play doesn't get affected as much. If the receivers drop balls a lot, that's the only way it's going to affect him. He still can throw the ball all over the field. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so here's one I know that will upset you because you had this player ranked as your number uh, number 15. They have ranked as their number 26 consensus pick, and that's Derek Carr. I know you're a big big Raiders fan. Right. Well, I'm a, I'm a big uh, – yeah, it, it's, yeah, secretly, I guess. Yeah, I guess. I love their defense. Dominating yeah. defense. Dominating defense, yeah. They have Khalil Mack. Yeah. Uh but yeah, that's that's quite a disparity there. You had him as fifteen. Kirk, they have him consensus is number twenty six. Uh, tied, they have him in a tie with Mitch Trubisky. Yeah, <laughs> that doesn't square with anybody. That yeah, make any sense at all. So, <laughs> you, you know, I, I I totally agree with that. Um, although when you look at the quarterbacks, they have a. Uh, right ahead of him, it's Eli Manning, Blake Bortles, Case Keenum, Tannehill, Dalton Garoppolo. I, I think he's kind of in that that conversation there with those guys. I, you know, I don't think that's crazy. I guess, but well, yeah. he he ha- he he has a, a, a top all. Uh, he has the eleventh best wide receiver on his team, and he's going to be the twenty sixth best quarterback in the league. Um, yeah. That doesn't square with me. Uh, I don't okay. see how. So Amari Cooper is going to have a, uh, you know, 1,100 yard season, and Derek Carr is going to suck. Well, all right, there you have it. Uh, from from my perspective, the biggest disparity I had for a guy that I had, so I had Dak Prescott as my number 14. They have him as their number cons- or consensus number 19, which you know they're kind of poo pooing him a little bit. Uh, Dak is a guy I get it if you poo poo him because he was so bad the last half of the season last year, and I get it. Um, but he's a guy that if you take late, he could. I, I believe the first half of the season last year, he was the number one overall quarterback. Uh, so he's a guy if you take late, maybe you're hoping to strike gold, and if not, then you just release him and kind of just play the streaming, the, the quarterback game. But uh, not sure how you like Dak this year at all. Uh, his wide receiver room is 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 uh, a lot different, and you know yeah. it's that's that that's the reason why you stay away from him, not because of any other anything else. He, you're confused at what's going to happen, and if you want if you want to wait for him uh, and chance it on getting some other you know skill position players, that's fine. And if you pick him up, you could be okay. But like you said. You know, don't be ashamed to drop them if it doesn't look right. Okay. Hey, let's move on to the tight end position. Uh, so this one, I still I still struggle with this. Uh, Kirk, you're, you're a little bit closer uh, on this pick. So this was our consensus number nine tight end. I had him ranked at number 10. Kirk, you have him at number six. But uh, the fantasy footballers had their consensus number four tight end as Greg Olson. Uh, and I will tell you that I, I don't agree with this at all. I think this is name recognition. This is, you know, what have you done for me in fantasy the last four years? And and it's nothing more than that. If they actually watched him last year, 
even when he was on the field, I think they'd see that he is not the player that he was the three years previous. Uh, I am not drafting Greg Olson uh, unless it's very late, but I, I, I know in every league I'm in, somebody will take him higher than I'm willing to take him. Uh, but I just thought four was way too high. Well, I, I disagree. Um, in comparing him to other tight ends, he's still in the um, uh, mid to upper echelon of tight ends. And injury aside, if he's able to run freely, he'll be he'll be a he's easily a top ten wide or a tight end. And I would I would want him on my team. Okay, not a problem. All right. So this one, this next one really fires me up. Each of the each of the guys on the fantasy footballers have him ranked as their number eight tight end. He is their consensus number seven. I had him ranked as number nine. Kirk, you did not have him ranked at all. Uh, and that is Trey Burton. And the reason I'm fired up about that is because I just traded away Zach Ertz, who they have ranked as their consensus number two tight end. But I just traded away Zach Ertz, and I felt comfortable doing that because I have Trey Burton on my team. So I am hoping they are right in assuming that he's going to be the, the number seven tight end overall. Um, maybe that's just wishful thinking, but I'm taking a leap there, hoping hoping they're right. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. He, he's uh, he's he's a dark horse, and um, you know, you you have to look and see if anybody else is on him. I mean, you you may be able to to get him really really late in a draft because nobody else feels that way, and it could benefit. But you know, he, they signed a big deal, so somebody believes in him. Yeah. Uh, okay. Hey, the last one here. So the great thing about this website too, if you go to the fantasyfootballers.com, is they are they a sponsor? Wait, are they a sponsor? They're not. They're actually a rival. Um, so uh, I shouldn't keep mentioning them, but I am. Well, uh, maybe, maybe, maybe they'll they'll uh, mention us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fancy, fancy boys. Uh, <laughs> uh, the, the the great thing though about their website though is they do continuously update it. So when I first looked at them, when they first released these rankings, this tight end I was going to talk about was their consensus number 12. He has since consensus number 14, uh, which is fine because I was so shocked he they had him at number 12. Um, and that is New Orleans Saints tight end Benjamin Watson. <laughs> sexual, sexual chocolate himself. Uh you know, they are just expecting big things out of him in that in that offense. I just don't see it. Uh, I think he'll be a nice piece. I think he may be a guy that you can stream a, a week or two out of the year, but he is not a guy I'm counting on as what or a tight end number one. It lo- it looks like they're just they're just marking down how many years he's played in the league, and fourteen mm-hmm. seems to be the magic number. Um, yeah. yeah. He, he is he is a nice guy. I think he always gets nominated for NFL Man of the um, Year. He's great for the great for the community. Yeah, and, and for that, you know, he's my top five uh, <laughs> football player. But yeah. yeah, I don't I don't see uh, he's going to have fantasy relevance in a game, maybe two games throughout the year. But yeah. I I would have a hard time uh, with him any more than that. Okay. Well, uh, 
that is basic. That's basically all we got. Uh, the one thing I do want to bring up, and let, let me see if I can can find it here, Kirk. Uh, and it's something I I know that that doesn't fire you up a, a bunch. Where is that? I know I texted it to you. Uh, hold on one second here. Yeah, keep scrolling. Yeah, keep keep scroll. Here we go. All right. The last player we're going to talk about, and we're going back to wide receiver. Kirk, they have your wide receiver number nine, Jordy Nelson. They have as their consensus number 54 receiver. Right. How do you feel about that? What do you well, make of that? I, I guess I guess if they have Amari Cooper number 11 and Jordy Nelson number 54, and those being the top two wide receivers on the Raiders, Carr would probably have had the 26th best season. Yeah. So, yes, there are there is some consistency and and thought process through their through their uh, rankings, but I, I I again he that would that would mean his he would have he would all obviously have play sixteen games and have the worst career uh, ever. I mean, for worst season of his career, and I just don't see him being so awful in a John Gruden offense that that he's that low. Yeah, that's that means he's undraftable, which he may be undraftable into some people, but I just don't I don't see that. Yeah, last year he was the number 46 uh, receiver, 53 catches, 482 yards, six touchdowns. And that that's overall. So that's not points per game. That is overall scoring. So that that would mean he'd have a worse year than last year. Yeah. Which I, I, I agree with you that he will not. Right. So, all right. I just thought I'd bring it up. I know he's near and dear. So. I love I love White Lightning. <laughs> all right. Uh, well, that hey, that's all we got today. So, uh, for the Fancy Boys, uh, we are signing off. And fading out.